Hey y'all, welcome back. I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gathani. And this is welcome back to a new week episode six. Cindy, six, 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 this podcast so when i tell you all the episodes blur in my head there mm-hmm. are blur so but blur. also exactly. the trailer is one so for you it's seven but it's six. yeah but it's six yeah it's six. Six, six, six. Ah, let me not say that what a devilish i was thinking i was thinking in my head drake you know how drake does that because what does drake do no we don't know how drake does who is drake's the way you called her out on editors you thought she yeah i know how are you gonna like... call me out and then tell me not to call you out who is drix so, uh, let's, let's let's tell us what drix does <laughs> yeah how was your week you look my so week? blanketed and cozy yes my week was good at least we had uh, a day or two of sunshine this week just to lie to us nice. that the sun is coming. Seriously, th- there was one day I was like, could it be? Sunshine, <laughs> are you back? <laughs> but it was a lie. It was a lie. We also had a day full of fog, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Global warming 101. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh I gosh. also engaged in some retail therapy. Um, my sisters nice. will tell you that I... I'm not a shopper of like clothes and things like that. I bought myself three new plants. Um, <laughs> of course you did. Of course you Tell did. Tell us about yes. your plants. Uh, my plants are so cute. Cute, cute. Um, uh-huh. I cheated on my regular plant, guys. So I'm hoping that they survive and that they are, we have a harmonious home. Um, <laughs> Who did you go to? Why didn't you go back to him the way he's been giving you such good stuff for years? So he always gives me good stuff. It's not about his quality. To be honest, you know my weakness is a sale. sale. I saw a sale. Guys. Enemy of progress. Okay. Let me tell you, I can spend so much money on sales. It's, it's just as much as I would have spent if I had bought the thing off sale. But that red sign, I don't know what it does to me. I anyway, know. So um. I bought three plants on sale. Um, one uh-huh. is an aluminium plant. Uh, I'm calling her Sufu because most Sufurias or pots for my non-Swahili speakers um, are made out of aluminium or in the back in the day. That's what they used to be made of. So that's Sufu. TBT. Um, it's stainless steel, is it not? Please let her prosper. She could yeah. leave alone. No, aluminum. Stainless steel. Aluminum. That is youth. First of all, aluminum is foil that you put on top of aluminum. your casseroles when you're putting them. Aluminum in is American. Aluminum is is Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how you say it, it ain't what you're calling it. It's stainless. It's it's not the pot. The pot is not made out of aluminum. Okay, is it? Let me, let me it Google. is. It most certainly is the ones that you buy in Juakali. 
maybe say uh, you, you dance buy from for the supermarket. supermarket then how do they become hard I, I am not a chemist <laughs> <laughs> that is a <laughs> periodic table <laughs> things above my pay grade so oh um, I have Sufu. Google says I, she's right it is. Google says I'm right because I know I am. Not you. Not you. Me. <laughs> I'm the one who's right. <laughs> so sacred. Hey, see this baby. What a confidence. <laughs> That's how I go through life. Talking I, I, I admire it. <laughs> I admire it for sure. Wow. Anyway, I'm telling you the names of my plants. And then Sorry. my I other plant Sufu. is a spider plant. Okay. And okay. I'm calling that one Kanane. Because spiders have eight legs. Um, mm-hmm. Eight in Swahili is nane. So kanane. Kanane is cute uh-huh. also. Thriving already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got another snake plant. A different variety. So since I always, I already have nyokabi. Uh, another variety that I already have in, in a different spot. This one I have decided because? to call. Ekans. <laughs> okay what is that <laughs> a cans is snake backwards but they cancel yourself what in the kikunis <laughs> just, just accept me for who i am no please this is the I most kikuyu like, shit i've ever heard in my life yeah bro why wait it's until okay. yam comes rich she's going to have a cans supermarket she's going to have a cans grocery yeah, like, sure. a cans flowers that I'm babe that who when you get a husband, you'll just be like Nya and then his initials for your company. Because it's your name and his. Bruh, stop. Anyway, guys, I almost named my business when, in, when I was in Kampala. Remember, it was almost Nyami Cakes. That's oh, kind no. of cute, though. No. Because yeah, it would have been those... N-Y-A-M-M-Y. Anyway, yeah. It was exactly that, actually. Nyami Cakes. Please, no. Yeah. The Lord so anyway, you now have three new nieces: Ekans, Sufu, and Kanane. Why have you wow. decided they're all babes? Uh, their character. See, I'm their mother. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Sometimes me. Sometimes I question why I talk to you. <laughs> it's the truth. Bra, like... Um, and I'm very happy with myself. Yeah. Anyway, how wow. have your weeks been? Wanjiko. <laughs> okay, Wanjiko. <laughs> um, Wanjiko has been struggling. Struggling. Say it with me, please. Strong. Struggle. Yes. So, last week I had a family wedding, meaning that, okay, so on August 1st, I went back to work. Um, on that, that was a Monday. Thursday and Friday, or at least when the students came back, because I went back the week before, but that's when the students actually came back. Thursday and Friday, I took off because I had a wedding to go for in Michigan. We had a a family wedding, which was beautiful. Um, The wedding was actually on Friday. Um, I wore this pink dress. Let me tell you about that pink dress. Fire, baby. I wasn't feeling it. But the way the pictures came out, I was like, okay. It removed removed me. Okay. I looked good in the pictures. I didn't feel the best, but once I saw the pictures, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's a thing, you know? Did you say maybe? Can you guys go to <laughs> Instagram and see what maybe looks like in this babe's world? Yeah, if wow. you guys follow me on Instagram, they're on there. 
Um, but after the family wedding, uh, me and Christian left that Saturday to come back to Atlanta. Now, from Detroit to Atlanta, it is a one and a half hour flight. We tried to land in Atlanta. There was um, bad weather. So we went round, round, round in the air to go. And then the captain was like, oh, I'm so sorry, we can't land. Um, we're actually going to go to Tennessee, which is the neighboring state. We're going to land there in Knoxville and just chill out the weather. So we got there and chilled out the weather. Um, this is just a summary. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you are in the mix with the drama happening. Through this, there was like a lot of stuff happening. People were getting stuck in the bathrooms. People were leaving the plane in Tennessee being like, if my final destination is Nashville, see, I'll just get off here and then just drive. But then the captain wasn't opening to get baggage. It was just a whole situation. Dramatic. Me and Christian were just sitting there, just being like, I just want to get home. Mm. I was supposed to plan at home by... <laughs> by the way, we should mute you. Forget you. But <laughs> <laughs> was that so good? Perfect. I'm so upset. That's why I'm upset. I'm like mute Perfection. Her. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, I was supposed to be home by 9 because we landed at 8.30 and I don't live that far from the airport. So 9, 9.30, I should have been home. When I tell you we got to Atlanta at 1, we were on the plane for 1 a.m., we were on the plane for so long because there was no none of those guys to bring the stairs to attach to the aeroplane. I didn't even <laughs> know this could be a problem. Well, you didn't <laughs> want to jump. It was the trip from hell. There was no one to bring us the connecting whatever to give us stairs to get off the aeroplane. So we waited for like another hour or 45 minutes just sitting there at the gate waiting for someone to bring the stairs. Finally, they bring the stairs. We get out of the plane. But then now there's no one to take the baggage off the plane. And it's been storming in Atlanta. I think people saw the storms and they, they called out of work. They were like, I'm not coming today. Miss me with that. Um, I know, miss me with that today. So um, we're sitting there at the carousels. I was just sitting on the actual carousel itself, just waiting for our baggage to come. We waited another hour. Let me tell you, I got home like at 3, 3.30ish. Um, it was it was tiring. It was very exhausting. So I'm so glad we decided to travel on Saturday. So at least we had Sunday to um, get our lives together before work on Monday. Uh-huh. Um, but then comes Monday. Wow. Um, my husband starts coughing and I'm like, are you OK? He's like, no. Tuesday, he's even worse. Wednesday, it hits me. Guess what? We have coffee. We literally got every single symptom. That's why I sound like this. I don't know if I sound sexy or sick. You know, when there's a very fine line. Sexy. Like sick (laughs) and sexy. Yeah, sexy. Sick and sexy. Yeah. 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 Are you there? Are you okay? Yambora? I don't know. She looks, she's blinking. It's okay. I don't know if she cannot hear us. We don't but know I'm what's going happening. to continue my story because she already knows story. the story. Okay, yeah. we're back. Oh, okay. we were like, you're welcome panicking, back. but welcome back, Shuri. Thanks. <laughs> um, so we had COVID, every symptom, lost our voices, lost our Are you um, appetites, all that stuff. Yeah. Gosh, sorry. But are you boosted? She's here. She's here. 
No, she asked, are you vaxxed, not are you back? Oh, am I vaxxed? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. What do you mean? I've always been here. This is the <laughs> Nini of recording um, podcast, like, <laughs> um, virtual. Yeah. We have technical yeah, difficulties sure. sometimes. But I mean, yes, like I'm COVID vaxxed, is affecting but I got every single... I'm vaxxed, but I got every single symptom. I didn't lose my taste and I didn't lose my... Um, just the taste and hearing. Is it hearing? <laughs> Not hearing. <laughs> yes. I For this episode, symptom, yes. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> Not hearing. I think you meant lost your taste and um, oh my gosh. smell. It's the other one? The smell? Yeah. Smell. I didn't lose my taste or my smell, but I lost my appetite, so it doesn't matter. It's true. <laughs> I don't want to eat anything I smell or see. I don't know why the sight came in also. Anyway, I have three. I have all five senses. And they're all affected, <laughs> clearly. Okay. Excellent. But my mind about me losing. The thing that pissed me off about this week too is me and Christian, I had bought him for his birthday tickets to go see the weekend which was supposed to be on Thursday. Today we're recording on Sunday. So on Thursday, we were both at home just sitting there by ourselves of it. hey let me tell you out of it but also feeling so much fomo and trying to stay off social media because we're like okay we have so many friends in atlanta who i know are <laughs> going for this show you take and the i know that sucks honestly i, I am not going to be watching with you i can't feel my face <laughs> that's what we did yeah. that's what we did <laughs> We put on the weekend playlist and just listened by ourselves at the oh, house. Yeah. Oh, and you know, the you thing put... is like, on top of that, I lost money because... <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, yeah, you the weekend, get them back. The weekend was supposed to go on tour with Doja Cat. And then, you know, Doja um, couldn't tour anymore. She dropped out because she had to get surgery for um, her voice or her something. She had to get surgery for something. So when Doja dropped, they replaced her with um, Snow Allegra, who I still Dang. really, really love. Dope. She's so she's good. Really dope. But she's not as big as Doja. So yeah. a lot of people like started selling their tickets when Doja dropped. So when I found out I had COVID, I tried to sell my tickets, but there were so many available tickets and Oy. the value was obviously not the same as when I had yeah. bought them because one big performer is no longer going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just counted my L's. I told Christian to find someone who um, he feels like deserves these tickets. <laughs> um, so he gave him... He gave them to like a co-worker of his who has been helping him while he's been out. So he was like, do you want to go for the weekend concert? She was like, are you sure? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> and she said she had the time of her life. What she a Christmas and everything. I know. I know. Let me tell you guys, so those are the most her. expensive We're tickets happy for I've her. ever bought in my life. <laughs> Don't worry. When, let me tell you, when it bit. comes back, you're going to be standing on stage with the weekend. I hope, I hope, because I was struggling. Um, and then, this is not the end of my week. Wow. So this weekend, this weekend, I was supposed to go for a bachelorette weekend um, in Orlando, Florida, with some of my friends. I have a friend who's getting married in September. She's getting married. And can you guys hear me? I just changed my headphones. Yeah, we can. 
Yeah. Um, she's getting married in September, and I, well, she had her bachelorette weekend, um, this weekend in Orlando, and I had bought my ticket. I had bought a T-shirt that we were all supposed to wear that matched. Um, it was like you know those cheesy bachelorette mm, um, T-shirts. Yep. They all had different um sayings. I said, mindset. No, not not those ones. Us guys, all our, all of ours were wine related. So, um, mine said corks are for critters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. So we all had we all had different sayings on our t shirts and everything. So, um, that's another L this week that I've taken because guess what? I bought my flight on Spirit and I did not buy insurance, so I lost my money. Awesome. I know. So this week has just been all the L's. I'm behind on work. I'm behind on life. I haven't gone to the gym. I have COVID. I'm behind financially. It's just one behind. of the behind. Exactly. I, wanna, I have a message for you. And the last Say, shall please. be the first. Oh, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Growing. Hallelujah. Growing to him. Amen. Praise. Won't Hiya. you do it? Now How was your week, girl? Myself, I have none of the drama you'll have in your life i'm so glad um my life has been adulting or the lie that is adulting um i have been cursing eve in my head every day because that bitch done ate the apple so i have to do reports <laughs> instead of frolicking in the garden of eden naked you know unaware that i'm naked <laughs> that's the thing i have to wear bras for meetings <laughs> i'm just upset <laughs> I'm just mad. Okay, I'm just like fuck that bitch. So, um, that's where I am. Um, if there was one babe who just did us wrong, it's that girl, bro. I'm like, you Mingay. know, this is why I understand that you can't have anger in heaven because that babe should be touched because we know she'd be coming back. You know what I mean? But How we just she get like, to heaven. Do you think even Adam will be in heaven? Yeah, because of they used course. to slaughter the goats. I mean, and that was all they needed to do. They didn't need to like believe in. You know, they I mean, also if they believe didn't in believe Jesus. in Christ, if they so didn't everyone, believe in God, everyone who became who was there before Jesus will be in heaven. If they used to sacrifice no. their lambs, we don't David. know. Uh, if David is not people. in heaven, is it heaven? Solomon. Let me tell you, if you reach there and David is not there, you're not in heaven. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just like the one who's after the heart. If he's not there, you should just be like check yourself because oh you, you that where you are but is maybe heaven. heaven also has like different ninis you know how there is different Please, areas Uriad. maybe he'll be in a different area that we don't know his castle but you will know be he's as there as ours for sure <laughs> <laughs> you mean it will be bigger what do you mean oh, I, oh. oh yeah <laughs> i'm just like yeah, i'm like shere shiko is like Forget She's David. like, my castle's I'm bigger than have the mansion. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no. It's David's me. David's mansion will, wear, will be where the house parties are. And you know David knows how to throw a party too. <laughs> that yeah, can that's dance. how you, you, want, you talk about frolicking naked at David's house is where we're going to do it. That's way Exactly. That. But you see, we won't know. Praise the Lord that there are no bras in heaven. Anyway, that's where I'm <laughs> at. Um, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm tired of reports. I'm tired of meetings. I'm tired of everything. I'm just like, I just want to be able to sit and that fake sun of yams, be able to just sit and sit in that sun. But I can't because 
it's like i have a meeting but also i have another meeting but also you're planning 17 events also you have to travel also wow i yeah so my week has been i'm traveling for work wow who am i who am i that you were mindful of me a different song wow but i love it all of it i was sticking to the mansion theme amen you're right yeah so my week has been good just adulting or the life that is adulting yeah and then also it's election week oh yeah it's election week it's been election week which is it's been quiet it's been quiet, but then until yesterday where some people decided that they want to act a fool. I don't know what they did. I'm just like, it was unnecessary. So At a I press like, conference. Yeah, mm. I feel like Nairobi is tired. Like, everyone's just like, make an announcement so that we move on. But at the same time, like, we're just tired of waiting, I think is mm. what it is. So, but it's been quiet, which we're thankful for. Praise the Lord. I'm so, enjoying the new yeah. traffic. If yeah, I'm no traffic. Is it because people are not working or what? A lot of Nairobi people vote in shags. So they went up country. Schools are closed, so they went with their kids. Um, a lot of people also, I think, are staying home just because no one knows what might happen, might not happen. So the roads are like Nairobi in December, Christmas time is what it feels like. So some shops are not sure if they should open or not. So like half of the shops are open, half are not. Mm. Um, yeah, there's hardly any traffic. Because again, schools are closed. Not everyone's like going to work. It's just a lot of observation. So yeah. Cool, cool. Well, so shall I spin the wheel? Let's give a shout out as you start for Mr. G.I. Who put us on the stories with. Yeah. Spin, 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 spin me. Yeah. Shout out my guy. Listeners and brothers. Yeah. Our brother coming through. Thanks, my guy. Like a record spin, 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 spin me, yeah. Do do do. Oh. We were both behind. Way early, behind. Yeah, we've landed on something we've never landed on before. Ooh. Bookworm. Ooh. Ooh. Me 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 me. So tell us what is exciting. Um, I'll start. Okay. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse Bless you. me. Excuse me. Um, so this week I've read two books actually. Because wow. of my long trip, I ended up taking a book and finishing it on that trip. Um, the book was called Mary Jane. Let me Google really quick because I am not very good at authors. And I don't really recall who the author is. Um... Jessica Anya Blau? Blau? Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting book. It's a coming-of-age novel. It um, follows this girl who is called Mary Jane. She's 14 years old. And she is a babysitter at a house of a psychiatrist um, who is dealing with two famous patients um, who have sex addiction and drug addiction and... Wow. Her parents are very conservative, so she's also like keeping a secret of what's actually going on in the house because she knows as soon as she tells her mom, "Hey, by the way, um I'm living 
uh, or this is what's happening in this house her parents would be like eh, you're not going to babysit there anymore you know but it's just such an interesting read i think it's actually one of my favorite books now um because it's just been so good um it's just written really well but i've been reading two books so i finished that one on the trip and then i am in the process of reading open water um which is a novel by this Ghanaian I want to say he's British Ghanaian um, I've been meaning is, to read that yeah Caleb Azuma Nelson um the story is pretty much about just young British people um follows a couple and everything there's a little bit of race talk in there there's a little bit of um i don't know i just think it's such a well-written book it's very hard to pinpoint exactly what it's about because it covers so many topics i'm actually curious now um what the synopsis is um they say two young black artists in london falling in and out of love um it's a literary Virtuoso? I don't know what that means. Virtuoso? V-I-R-T-U-O-S-O. Yeah, Virtuoso. Virtuoso. Um, and um, it's been getting really good um, reviews. Yeah. Um, I saw it. It's on your list. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, I saw... I, I kind of looked at it when um, our friend was visiting and she was... She had it around that 4th of July weekend. Um, and so I added it to... Shiko put me on to Goodreads. So I use that app. Um, I think we both do uh, in terms of what we're reading, what we want to read. So I have it on there. And it, it was like at a 4.14 rating, which is pretty high. And I think it's an, it's like a small... It's smallish. It's not like super Yeah, it's big, very so, small. Like, yeah, so... Yeah. It's definitely going to be my next buy. It's definitely a book you could read in a day. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Gadash, what Gavin. you reading? I haven't read in so long, um, but I was on book three of the Holly Jackson series and As Good As Dead. I haven't finished that book, but it's because also it's one of those you books that the, becomes um, so what's tense. What's the series called? A Good Girl's Guide to, Mar- a Good Girl's Guide to Murder. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Yeah. So the, yeah. the third book is As Good As Dead. And I'm j- I'm like, it's reached a point where I'm not sure about what's about to happen. And I've realized nowadays when I'm about to reach a tense place, like in a movie or a book, I pause first. I'm like, am I in this space to deal with this? No. Okay. <laughs> bye. So that's why. <laughs> that's why like I'm us. not. Bruh, that's why I'm not finishing it. But also, um... I had started, I had just bought Melissa. Okay, I need to do an episode without talking about the Fredericks. But anyway, I bought Melissa's book. <laughs> um, it's the Fredericks? Kevin Stage and Mrs. Kevin, Kevin Stage. Oh. I need to do one episode without talking about them. But I genuinely just bought her book. Um, Let me see what, I can't remember its name. But it's a book that she'd written when she was going through like an identity crisis, getting out of like her purity movement thing and trying to like gain confidence in herself as a woman and um i thought it was very interesting because like where i am right now it feels like the space where i feel like i need oh it's called the journey to self-love so i feel like i'm in that space where i know what i'm doing but i feel like i don't know myself and i feel like 
you know how i think she could mentioned once how affirmations are a thing that she does and i feel like i'm still fighting myself it's like that sounds like dumb shit does it actually work and i know she'd said that it did so i bought the book to see what that journey would look like and see if i could get tips on figuring out what self-love or self-discovery would look like so those are my two books that's cool so i'm i haven't so i have two books that i had shelved that i'm now starting to read again and not shelved because they were bad or anything the flow i think i needed like some sometimes you just need like a light easy quick read so i think when we were all together i did like a lot of like the seven husbands of evelyn hugo and a lot of emily henry type books um colleen hoover uh, which was cool um but i'm now rereading or i've picked back up um the sex lives of african women i don't know that book it's like i'm really struggling through it i've been reading it for months like i don't know and it's sometimes you know when you read a book and you're just like i think maybe it's hype i don't know i don't get it and i mean like some of the stories and maybe it's because i don't relate with a lot of the i don't know anyway i've been struggling i read like a paragraph then i'm like maybe i want to do something else like i'm i don't know yeah so i it's i'm i'm more than halfway through so i'm almost there but i'm just like yeah i don't know and there was supposed to be like a uh i think live action i don't know if it was reading or if it was like an enactment of some of the stories i don't know what happened to that show i don't know if it was cancelled or maybe it happened and i just missed it because i was like I am struggling. Uh, I'm, I'm all struggling. But also, the other book that I'm reading is You Are a Badass. This was a recommendation from Shiko. It's Jen Sincero. Incidentally, I just started rereading or picked it up again this week. And guess what the episode... The episode... The, the chapter I was on was um, about forgiveness. Forgiven Festa. Um, which is so timely after apologies um but one of the things i had actually noted it down where she was saying you know there are all these statements the the generic ones of you know like if you don't forgive like well not forgiving is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die but there's something she said that um i found interesting where she was like erase the other person from the equation in terms of forgiveness so like if if you take them out of the situation and just look at what happened as the situation then it leaves it for you to have an opportunity to learn or to figure out how that can't happen again or how you reacted in that situation how you can find compassion for that person or for anybody else who is in that same situation i think she gave an example of like if you are going to work and you have two colleagues who are supposed to come into work and both of them call in and say they can't make it so you have to work by yourself but then one didn't show up because they had uh they partied too hard last night and the other one didn't show up because her mom passed away like is it that now you don't forgive like if you remove the person out of the equation and just look at the situation are you able to move past it? Which I thought was so cool. And then, of course, every chapter ends with, you know, like with the pointers, she's always like, the last point is always love yourself. 
which is like just I, I I think it's so cool how that emphasis is in every chapter. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping I can finish that soon. I think it's nice. Um, how do you say bite-sized pieces of of yeah, information? Yeah, the thing I like about the thing I like about that book because I think I first read it in like 2014 or 15, something like that. I was still living in Miami I and I was in college. It's that I remember. Old. Wow. Yeah. It is. I don't remember what year it came out, but it was definitely maybe 15. Yeah, around there when I read it first. Um, It's one of those books where you can read a chapter and then refer back to it like years later or something like that. It's not necessarily a book yeah. where you have to read in one sitting. It's one of those that you keep on your shelf and you keep referring back to it for different things. Yeah. Yeah. I need to pick That's... it up again. I have it somewhere also. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was published in yeah. 2013. I've seen Wow. So it is it's it is old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So still I'm relevant. Trying, yeah. I have I have new books but I'm really trying to clear my half read ones before I start new ones. Every once Imagine in a while. I used to feel like that, that, but these days I'm just kind of like fuck it. Like if a <laughs> yeah, book is not 100%. hitting, it's not hitting. I'm going to buy a new one or I'm going to pick up another one, read it, and then after I finish that one, I'll go back to that one and try and read a couple chapters here and there but if it's not giving it's not giving even Um, if it's giving i'll still buy new books um i have like fifty thousand. i have not read not because they're buying is not the problem amazing books are there i Um, have them i just don't want to start them i'm reading two books clearly at the same time so start start do it yeah we'll do it we'll do it Alright, um, we want to give another trigger warning for this episode. It's a part two of the parental um, episode. It's a trigger. I don't know that this one is like grief or anything. It's just the box of tissues you had for last week's episode. Go get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, so, a yeah. Different, just a different angle, just a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and we're really mm-hmm. grateful for all the feedback we've been receiving. It's really... Um, encouraging especially because this is a really vulnerable uh, podcast and especially this one discussion so hearing from you and being encouraged and being told you know this is how it's impacting us we really do appreciate that and we're so grateful for um, all your feedback Uh, we also need to mention we did this uh, discussion when we were all together I know some people have reached out and been like did you go back? <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, some uh, this discussion we we wanted to have when we were together. So, um that is why in in the promo videos you will see that we're all sitting together. Um yeah, but uh let us know how you're feeling. Um and thank you. Thank you for staying with us. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate it. We do. Let's jump into it, y'all. I hope you enjoy it. So where, does, so where does your relationship stand now? I mean, I think we're friends. Um, I'm just also sensitive about the areas where I feel like these are the areas we would typically clash. or Friends with boundaries. Yeah, exactly. It's just growing up and developing boundaries. So like now I know this is a trigger for our relationship so i just steer clear of that trigger or yeah just 
pivoting. Pivot. <laughs> be like, woo, not, not today. <laughs> not that discussion. Yeah, so, um, but I think we're friends. Yeah, so it's, it's just, I think it's that thing of parent relationships change as you grow. Galoni? Galoni? <laughs> <laughs> wow, being summoned by both of them. Um, I feel like my relationship, so I used to be, I was a child of testing boundaries so i used to be beaten by like both parents used to discipline me it wasn't a thing of one or the other but i feel like because of that maybe i compared their versions of discipline and so it just felt a bit more a lot excessive excessive yeah when it came from mom because you see the thing is i'd be beaten by vava genuinely almost every day you know as a kid for like for example there's a time i was told don't go to the shop and then I went to the shop and he saw me. And in the evening, he was like, did I tell you not to go to the shop? I was like, yeah. But you know, my life was like... You were also a kid for forgetting lunchboxes. <laughs> I never used to... I used to... Yeah, I used to leave them in class. But yeah. then I used to feel like I have to come up with such an elaborate story. Because also, you know, parents in that time were like, you broke a glass, you must be bitter. Like, it's not like now when you're teaching your child where it's like... I won't beat you for be- breaking a glass the first time because you didn't know it was wrong. Us guys used to find out things are wrong by being punished. You know what I yeah. mean? So it would be like, I genuinely forgot my lunchbox. Genuinely. But then the first time I found out leaving my lunchbox genuinely is a mistake. So I would have to come up with like dramatic stories to, you know, like be so like, so what happened is, yeah, because in my head I'm like, this is a bad thing. So like I said, Metro, my response is to fix things. So I'm just like, okay, so shit, I forgot it. So I'd be in the car remembering I have no lunchbox and being like, okay, so how do I make it that I remember that, you know, that kind of things because I had to fix it before I actually got in trouble. But so for that reason, because I was punished by both, it just felt more excessive when it came from mom. So like when Yam was saying, you know, like how mom was a pincher especially. So she'd pinch and then because... By a light skin, I'd be out here like with a bruise or whatever it is, and it hurts. And I'm just like, okay, but I can't tell you. And then I'm being punished a lot, so it's basically the same bruise being pinched at all the time. So sometimes it would end up like peeling, you know what I mean, and become so dramatic. Oh man, so I'd have like it was wild, it was so I'd like have my uniform sticking to my top because like that place has been pinched so much because it's like you know to be honest i hate pinching even now like even as a joke stresses me so much yeah and so those are the things where like nyam was saying sometimes you'd be like am i hated is this cinderella what's happening but it's again being an adult and realizing the space she was in and feeling also i think that you know when you enter a space that you have no control over and you need to find a space where you fit I get it now, but also sometimes I'm just like, uh, it wasn't a must, you know. Yeah. But I think that was it. Then um, after the separation, I feel like our relationship was very, I don't Brief, short. It's brief, but also because, you know, I feel like my version of relationship is not the same as the two of you. So, like, I will call you, but I'm not like, how was your day? How was your... We'll talk about something, but I'm not very in-depth or whatever it is. And sometimes I could be like, if you need me in my head, I'm like, you'll call me if you need me. If we haven't talked for a long period of time, I don't feel like it's like a... <gasps> but because 
mom is very relationship mm-hmm. it feels like you're ignoring me and the thing is the two of you are also very good at that form of communication you're very hi how was your day oh you know and yeah. you know the two of you are expert at that so because i'm i haven't been that child or i'm trying to be now but like i've never been that child who will be like and that's i guess now but you also had a really good relationship for a time there when you both worked at the airport at the airport so yeah because i feel like that's the time where we got to spend time together because other times i would not actually spend time necessarily so you remember like how um for example there'd be times when like for church it would be like who do you want to go with in the morning and at most of the time go with baba and you guys would go with mom you know what i mean so it would be half of the time i feel like you guys formed a relationship in the formative years when i didn't do it because i was always like I'm going to go and play for like I'd rather play basketball and do all of those things and like be outside because I feel like I'm very boy. But we all played bas- uh, like we were all at the Sunday basketball games. No, but like I'd go with him after church for like nyamachoma with like his boys. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing is what I would end up doing. And then I'd come home and you guys got like the tears toys and things like that and I'd be like FOMO. That's crazy that I don't remember. Yeah, this. even I don't remember the separation of I us when we were, I remember all of us being in the times when we were all together. We were all together. No, so there's times when we'd be allowed like options and I feel like that was their version of telling us you're older now, you can choose like because he still went to St. Andrews I think and mom had started going to like chapel or something like that. So those small small things um and so i never felt like also like i said i'm the most like baba so sometimes it feels like that version of the relationship is almost like a touch it's touchy you know what i mean so but then it's growing up that has made me realize okay it makes sense i'm not my version of communication is not the same so i have to work at it as well so that it's not just a thing where it's like she has done something you know I also have to put in effort in the relationship because like we've mentioned mom is very specific and intentional about her relationships and it's that thing of okay if this is where you need me to meet you then maybe I need to adjust as well you know what I mean so I don't know I think our relationship has gotten better when I'm older but when I was younger it wasn't it wasn't that like oh my god this is what's happening because again she was not in the house I feel like that was a thing yam got older f- faster so i feel like there was a time like when you were 18 or whatever that you could still hang out with them and i was too young to do it so um i feel like that's the so it was very tempered not tempered very brief it felt brief mm-hmm. it was brief sparks of thingy but i also always knew she was there i don't know how to explain so it's like when my period started we used to have a coin box <laughs> a coin box in the compound and i've panicked hey, ran to the coin box. you have to explain what a coin box is they have google um <laughs> <laughs> but i went to the coin box and i knew mom's number and i'm like mom oh my god it started blah, 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 blah. she's like don't Wait, worry what you're calling a call what did you call i was it? calling a, co- a coin box the call box coin box call yeah. b- like a public telephone exactly. yes oh <laughs> so i went to i've it. never heard it called that so a I went to it because you had to you put, put coins. coins. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I went to it and I called her frantic. She's like, okay, don't worry. 
and in like I think 15 minutes mom worked in town at that time and yeah. when Upper Hill, Upper Hill yeah. in like 15 minutes she had rocked up with pads and she was like this is what you need to do this is how you do you need to do this is what I don't worry you're fine you're worse <laughs> and I was like thank you what? she was like you know that you know how when people say help and then Superman like super hears and then just Superman is a hero for this episode <laughs> Superman is my guy man um, long yeah. live Superman but like also she had like that's the version also of mom when I'm young in my head I don't know that we were intentionally in a relationship but I feel like I always knew I could call her if like mom is the pull up on me squ- like when you tell someone pull up and you know someone She's for sure is gonna up. rock up she'll pull like, up mom for is sure that babe who would rock like if i call her now i'm like mom someone is she'll be like silas and she's always been that babe for silas it's just like mom i need Shh. you know because yeah. like i remember even like when she'd come to school for like visiting days and it's that thing for the one boys you weren't you were in boarding school yeah you have to give context, madam. Okay, so we were in boarding school and we'd have visiting days. And mom would rock up with Shiko. She'd sometimes be the first part. Actually, not sometimes, always. Because Shiko used to get me from the dorm. I did. I just hear, Gavania, sister is here. And she could be running in the corridor being like, hi, we've reached. You know, like she'd come for our visiting days, even though like their relationship wasn't really in a space where it was. But she's like, I'm going to go and see these children of mine. Yeah, and if people are ever like, no, you know those children. She's like, you mean my daughters? She's yeah. just like, mm. don't come for my cubs. Look at me saying cubs. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I feel like that's also the thing. So I, I feel like my relationship with her didn't start until I was way older. Mm. But I've always known I can count on her, mm. even when I felt like sometimes I was scared of her. And I remember something very important was when I was in class three. The first time I felt like an adult was because of mom. Because I'd done something in school. God knows what I was doing. And Always she had come something. to school. Yeah, but this is the type of parent mom. Is. Let me, this is the story that will tell you the type of parent mom is. So I had hurt my hand and mom asked me what happened. And I was like, the teacher hit me with a pipe and it broke my hand. When I tell you mom was in the school the next day at 10 a.m. Being like, show me the asshole that hurt my child because I'm about... And she rocked up in a suit, okay? A skirt suit. I need this to be said because mom's skirt suit was never below her knee. It was <laughs> short. She said, I, like, she had this, like, cute red heels. She had, like, I think it was, like, yellow. Oh, my God, she looked good. Yeah. I was just sitting there, like, no one can touch me ever again. This is why I tell you mom is a superhero, for real. She made noise at that teacher. And then now, because, unfortunately... <laughs> I hadn't been doing my homework because I've never done homework in my life apart from in college because it counted for my grade. It was like, yeah, she told me you didn't have homework. He's like, no, she told me it's at home. And I was like, shit, the worlds have collided. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so in that, like in the evening, I was like, I'm going to be killed. Today is the day I die. It's over. Mom sat me down and she's like, just tell me what you want. Because like, I'm tired of beating you. Like, just tell me what you're not doing. And I was like, I hate school. And I don't know. She's like, oh, okay. And mom never beat me again. <laughs> it was now back to me fighting with Baba because he was the main. I think she was just like tag team. My guy, take over. This one yeah. is yours. Yeah. So I feel like she's the, fir- the first time I felt like I could make a decision and I was heard. And I was yeah. just nine years old. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my voice counts. Thanks, mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, oh, I think, cool. our relationship. I think now we're building one. But again, like Nyam was saying, with boundaries. You know, it's boundaries. just, yeah, because it feels sometimes, I feel like parents, when they try, when they start to become your friends, it's that thing of our brains adjusting fast enough 
doesn't happen so you're just like um i still remember the time you did this yeah. so. <laughs> and you're like now you want to back it up it's like who you what do you mean you want to know what i did last night get out of here bro yeah. yeah so i think it's trying to strike the balance or find the balance because it's a very new space that we're in now yeah yeah you are you beaten of course i was beaten <laughs> i was beaten i even have a story of when i was beat that was the last time i was beaten but let me start from the beginning yeah so um obviously because we left the house when i was three mm-hmm. i don't have very many memories of saving us saving uh, yeah i wasn't the savior i wasn't in oh saving you or like nyam being protective or whatever yeah. it was um that was never a role that i remembered but i remember moving out and living in westlands mm-hmm. and i remember feeling so empty in terms of like where we were mm. so the house mom the thing about mom when she decides she's moving she's moving and i don't even know if she had completely known what moving would look like so she just left Bruh, <laughs> you know she what i just mean so there was a long time where our house didn't even have couches it didn't have whatever we had mattresses on the floor obviously like she still had a job or whatever it was so yeah like, there was still food on the table and stuff like that but in terms of like home decor and things that make a space feel a little more homey mm. it was not that mm. it was very empty and um so my relationship with her was growing up with a single mom and mm. yours was a single dad mine was a single <laughs> mom which is crazy right. yeah. and it was like that until i was about 13 12 or 13 when she got remarried now so you can only so trippy i know so you can only imagine how our relationship was throughout those years she's trying to navigate being single going through a divorce um all those things while still having a child while still like trying to better herself i remember she was doing that deal what's it deal card deal carnegie or whatever it is and she was also in um school school. marketing school and all these things Mm. so like she would come home eat dinner and then go for her meetings that started like at six till 10 or something like that by the Mm -hmm. time she came home i was already asleep so we didn't necessarily spend a lot of time together in my perspective however we did butt heads a lot (laughs) you know yeah um i hear this from a lot of people like we're very similar but we're also very different Mm -hmm. and you guys talk about vava being very strong-willed there's a reason they didn't work out a hundred percent because they are are literally this don't kill us but they are literally (laughs) the same person you know what i mean yeah and even from a distance like from our perspective we're like who the hell thought this would ever work (laughs) like we could have told you we could have told y'all before you walked down the aisle and caused us trauma but here we are (laughs) yeah you needed to be in this world yeah everyone needed to go through their own situation whatever to learn she needed to exist yeah I guess I'm the only good thing that came out of that Facts. relationship. Straight hundred percent. Yeah. So um, we've always like butt heads a lot, and it's been like that from the time that I was younger to the time I am 27 years old. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what ended up happening is 
Hold on. Let me. I can do it differently. Hold on. Sorry. Technical, Technical difficulties. difficulties. We out here. Let me play for you, Nini. Music. Elevator music. <laughs> Sorry, we were having technical difficulties. Okay, we're back. But we are right back. Where was I? You were in the house and you'd butt heads. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time alone growing up oh, because mama. the thing is, you guys had each other. Like, you may not have had as close of a relationship as you do now or viewed it that way. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> I didn't have anyone that i could even want to be friends with or decide whether or not i wanted a friendship with because you guys lived together and i lived alone so my best friend was the house help like my Mm. best friend has always been the house help like she would cover for me if i wasn't doing homework she would let me um watch tv when mom said i couldn't watch tv on the weekdays like we would go to the shop together and buy big g or whatever it is like when i think about my life the house help has always been my best friend oh i can't i can't (laughs) stop stop because you're over here about to make me cry here is your kitchen also (laughs) Um, but also shout out reggie because she's the best best friend also yeah so what ended up happening is when we moved out um i think we kind of briefly touched on this in our previous episode but nyam and galvani were not allowed to Mm. come to our house me Mm. and mom's house Mm. which really hurt um i know it hurt me and i know it also hurt mom Mm. because when she left her intention was never to leave you guys you know what i mean that Mm. relationship was still meant to continue going you know but i hate to say it but our father made it very difficult for her to maintain a relationship with you guys and also for me to maintain a relationship with you guys which is something that i find very hard to comprehend Mm. and to figure out the reasoning behind Mm. because i always to this day feel like no matter what is going on in adult personal life or marriage personal life Mm -hmm. you should never separate the children or even if you have issues with your baby mom or whatever it is like don't prevent them from from being a parent if they want to be a parent Mm -hmm. so i think i mentioned this in my previous um our previous episode but my birthday like waiting for you guys to show up and you guys never showing up being Mm. i was always given false hopes and false promises of something happening between us and it really 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 hurt me a lot you know oh mama sorry yeah um and then at this time navigating the relationship i'm gonna jump around with both relationships if yeah. you don't mind that's cool. um but my relationship with vava was always like oh yeah he's my dad but every time i would come over whenever i was allowed to come over which we already established was a little later mm. um 
he was the fun parent. You know what I mean? Mm. He would take us out for nyamachoma and take us for basketball and mm. take us all these places and just he really was the fun parent and then i would have a really great weekend or a really great day and then go back home to being criticized for every decision that i made mm. you know why haven't you done this why haven't you done this blah 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 and all this stuff yeah and it just made me resent mom and like vava a little more yeah. Um, because she was a disciplinarian to me, mm. but he has never beaten me in my life. We thank the Lord. Cause <laughs> let me tell you something about those mwikos. Shout it. <laughs> He's never beaten me in my life and I've never been disciplined by him. Mm. And, um, that you can remember. That I can remember. I got some thoughts. Ooh, yeah. Do you remember him beating Shiko? There's one time where things were thick, not like a bit bit, you know how you do like this. But it was problematic. I don't remember. It was problematic. Yeah, fam. Mom had a fit. Fam. I don't These remember. are the memories of Nyam being our savior, me and you guys. For sure, because like, as girls, let me tell you, the life Nyam lived in ours is different. Exactly. Because like, we were playing games in the bedroom. Nyam is like, yes, you are, but. <laughs> <laughs> what I was protecting you from. Yeah, so that was always a very combative um, relationship, me and mom butting heads and everything. And um, moving on to like now 12 plus or 13 plus, whenever mom got remarried and now I have a stepdad in the situation, Mm. I hated him because he came into the picture wrong. Surprise. It was a surprise. Mm. I feel like mom did that thing where she tried to protect us while she was dating and i was 12 13 however old i was Mm. i was not a child you Mm. know what i mean i can understand that you and my father are divorced and you you have every right to go ahead and freaking move on with your life and remarry or date or whatever it is you know say freak (laughs) (laughs) you have a right to freak you have a right to freaking freak (laughs) (laughs) i would rather not think about my parents sex life thank you you're welcome but you have every right to that you know and whatever happiness brings to you but it was sprung up on me when it was already serious when it was already um a relationship that is at marriage Mm. i remember the first time i met him was on a vacation that they ended up getting married at Mm. so it really pissed me off like i remember even like fighting mom through that whole process of the whatever because she was like i want your hair to do like this and you're going to be my bridesmaid and you're gonna wear this dress and i hated that dress it was so fucking ugly (laughs) and is that dress actually ugly no i swear to god that dress was ugly like and the thing was (laughs) the thing was like my our other sister really liked it. You know what I mean? Mm. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And I didn't want to be the bitch who hates your dad, first of all, and then hates the dress and hates everything about the situation. Mm. So I'm just going to ride with it, you know, and mm. wear that dress and freaking um, 
go through the wedding mom was we were fighting over hair i remember because i wanted my hair held back or let down because i had really nice braids because you remember back in the day you only ha- got braids over holidays yeah braids weren't a normal back lines exactly braids oh, weren't yeah. a normal hairstyle for school so the fact that i had my braids i wanted to let my braids down but she wanted me to tie it in this like high ponytail or whatever and she like literally when we were getting ready we were fighting and i was crying and then we go through this process and everyone is just so happy for them and everything and i'm just kind of like this is the worst day of my life mm. like i i'm supposed to be my mother's child and i'm supposed to be her number one priority mm. but i feel like i'm the one person who is not being considered in anything in this of this. you know what right. i mean yeah and i don't even blame our other sister for being so excited because her perspective was like I'm getting I'm gaining sisters or whatever yeah, it is true. because she was an only child on her side. Mm. But for me I'm like I don't have sisters to gain like I don't necessarily feel that I, I'm not gaining anything. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So moving on from there because they got married in the states, this guy ends up moving to um the house. So now it was me and the house help and sometimes mom but now it's like mom the house help and this guy and i see how much attention and love and everything that she gives to him but i never felt like that time was ever available for you for me mm-hmm. you know what Damn. i mean like i remember mm-hmm. when he used to live in the states going to that call center because calling <laughs> on safari yeah. was too expensive we lived in Hallingham so you had to bus. go you had to go to the um cyber cafe in to make yeah, yeah. international calls yeah and she would be there for like three hours and i would just be there playing on the computers going on high five and um <laughs> playing with playing on what, the computer what super pets or something super, like yeah pets. super pets or something like that creating um pets neopets or neopets. Is it Neopets or whatever it is? I don't know what we are talking about. It was like <laughs> the Sims of those days. Yeah, I used to go to the cyber cafe to keep Shiko company. Honestly, because oh, yeah. I would be so sitting there by myself. Like and we would literally America. be the last people to leave that place when it closed like at 7 or 8. And we would go back home and then it would be late. I'm tired and I don't even... I'm, like, I know my mom is in a relationship because she's spending hours at this cyber cafe talking to someone. <laughs> but she hasn't explained it to me. Like, talk to me and tell me what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? What is that life before internet? (laughs) (laughs) The ghetto. ghetto. I know. I can FaceTime. (laughs) Hello. I know. It was so ghetto. So, um, that just brought a lot of hostility towards him. And then towards my father, too. I'm like, okay, there's this guy who doesn't necessarily want me in his life either because I'm not like he just doesn't care he hasn't proven to me that he cares about anything and um i know he's not financially providing i know anything i know that's not the situation and it pissed me off and it made me very angry because i don't understand why a father would do that to someone and it would be things like i remember once like he'd be wait who are you talking about now okay yeah i remember once okay so here's a here's a little bit of back context our parents don't get along. They got divorced what, 20 years ago and they still don't get along, right? 24. 24 years ago and they still don't get along. Without going into their business, um, I always wanted to have a positive view of my father because I didn't like my mother. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Mm. I don't like my mom. She talks shit about this guy. So I'm going to find a way to like this guy because I'm not like my mom. We don't get along. So if Mm. she doesn't get along with me, then I must get along with with him. You know what I mean? So like at this time, I had a phone like 12, 13, 14, whatever. I have swimming galas because I was really big into swimming and I would be at Aga Khan every weekend or whatever doing my galas. And I would tell him about them and everything. And I would tell him what time my races are. And then he would show up like on Sunday at like, three no like maybe like two and he's like hey where are you i'm at aga khan and i'm like bro my race was yesterday like i didn't have a sunday meet or my sunday was Mm. like i had freestyle in the morning yeah and then i left you know what i mean like i don't like what the hell you know so those were kind of my experiences with baba growing up and mom and now our stepdad coming into the picture um how are things now? Did it change? Do you feel like it changed? Because <laughs> I'm change? just like, we're in the darkness. Did it change? <laughs> um, it changed with my stepdad because I realized that he actually is a good person and yes. he's not like my high school with my mom alone would have been so much more miserable and we have we would have butted heads even more than we did mm. had he not been in the picture he yeah. kind of diffused a lot of situations mm. hey. mama <laughs> i hear your voice breaking yeah i also ran away oh wow <laughs> am i the only child that doesn't feel like uh what is your favorite you I don't have away. to run away i ran away <laughs> in a very like I messaged him and I was like, hey, me and mom had a blowout fight last night. I can't be in this house. So after school, I'm leaving and I'm going to Gadoni's house. Pull up on me. And (laughs) that was such a funny day. By the time I got there, because I had to go by Matatu. And you lived in Ngomo. Ngomo, Mm -hmm. And I lived in Karen. Mm -hmm. I had to take two Matatus. Mm -hmm. One down there to Tuskies and then take another one across. Right? Mm -hmm. By the time I got to Ngomo, she was already there. She was <laughs> sitting in the parking lot. And I was like, I thought I said I had I needed space. And she was like, I could have given you the space if you could have and I'm like, bruh, like, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, just without going too much into that situation, that's kind of how I grew up and that's kind of how I view my parents. Now let's fast forward to me getting married. Cause I feel like that was a very transitional time period mm-hmm. for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hoped that when I was getting married, everyone would be able to put their problems aside and make it about me. <laughs> Surprise! One day, my wedding. one day we'll have that wedding. However, I was very disappointed in Vava's reaction. Or I'm not going to talk about the situation because I'm still... I don't think I fully processed it and I don't think I fully like healed from it. Mm-hmm. But he disappointed me in a way that to me was unforgivable and mom disappointed me in a way that i could forgive but i also have never received an apology for Mm. and that acknowledgement of i was wrong you remember how you were talking about baba being so hard-headed that it's his way or the highway and just 100%. forget about it yeah, yeah. mom is the exact same way and since then i say i have struggled with parental relationships mm. i don't think i have parental relationships me and mom we talk 
but I don't feel like I can be vulnerable or sincere or deep because oh mama <laughs> I don't feel like I can be vulnerable sincere and deep with her because it's always been my fault oh honey like that's how I grew up feeling like everything was my fault like I wasn't able to see you guys because I don't know I just felt like it was my fault mm-hmm. and for the first time when I was getting married I was 22 when I got married which is very young what a young bitch but I was so determined to get rid of my name oh, oh mama oh my gosh why is this so crazy it's crazy guys it's don't so... worry I'm in therapy <laughs> yeah we all are we're all in therapy so don't worry about me I'm fine but it never makes it easy discussing it yeah but that was one thing I told Christian I told Christian I'm not saying I got married to get rid of my name I love my husband <laughs> thank the but, lord <laughs> but um I definitely wanted to get rid of my name because I didn't want to be attached to him anymore like he's never done anything for me Mm. and when I needed him the most he wasn't there for me Mm. and when I needed mom the most she wasn't there for me either Mm. and that's kind of been a trend in my life where I've always felt very alone and the people that were supposed to be there for me were not sorry baby baby. so my wedding five years ago now was the last time I talked to Baba. I'm sorry, I reacted because I was like five, five years. years. It's been a long Shit. time, right? <laughs> that was the last time I talked to him because I was an adult and I made a decision to not put myself in the line of hurt. Like, if someone yeah. continually for 22 years has shown you that they're not going to be there for you, um, stop putting yourself it's okay imagine you don't have to have a relationship with all Mm. of your parents like it's okay to protect yourself and protect your heart from hurt true and be fine with it and i am at a place right now where i'm so content not having a relationship with him which is very sad (laughs) but it makes sense it's the reality of my life yeah and when it comes to mom, I am so okay with having a surface level relationship with her, which I know is something that she does not like. But when I opened up, I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And when I was vulnerable, because being vulnerable is something that I'm not very it's good not at. Right. When I was vulnerable, I was hurt. Mm-hmm. So every time we've tried to discuss it, it hasn't gone well Mm. so that's where i'm at with my relationships with my parents in terms of my stepdad i feel like we have a good relationship i feel like i can be real with him however i'm also not the kind of person who reaches out to people spur of the whatever or whatever it is nyam is more better with i feel like you have a better relationship with our stepdad than in yeah i feel like you have the best of the the three of us and you guys are very similar yeah we're a lot alike i think in terms of personality which i think also kind of shapes our perspectives on things um so sometimes we won't even communicate so much about things but i always know that he's if 
anyone will understand um it would be him um so in that sense he also ends up playing a dad role in terms of those kinds of discussions and i think even gadoni has mentioned before like if she needed to like do a cover letter or stuff like that that you typically go to a parent for stuff like that he is able to offer that kind of guidance now of course even for us with him by the time they got married we were also uh, at least for me i was an adult i think we both were yeah by the time our folks remarried both gadoni and i were i was 18 they got married the same year right yeah they did yeah but i found out about that wedding like it it had happened so much later and i was just like wait what happened and i think it's you guys who also like oh yeah and also and i was like oh i guess Yeah. yeah so um I guess that relationship has grown over time um and I think it's also because he does make an effort he reaches out he yeah. he will be concerned about the things that are happening uh in in my life or you know he'll be like how are you doing every so often or that yeah. kind of thing um so in that sense the 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 relationship has grown I think Uh, his family is also very loving i mean like Welcoming. we've been yes, yeah, so sweet, yeah um there's never been this feeling of those those are her children or those yeah. are um nanis yeah, yeah. yeah they're not our family um which i think there's just a vibe sometimes i think it's also energies you can tell when where you are wanted or where people are whispering behind your back or and that's you know, how i feel with my father my own father's family yeah. and that side of things you know i never felt accepted and wanted or every time there's, there's always those whispers oh shiko you're here oh this like whatever oh shiko i didn't expect like it's just like i'm over it yeah so so i think at the end of the day <laughs> so now for me i think my relationship with our stepfather is also he's very this is going to sound i don't say rude but based on how we've said already that they came in weird both of them um i guess we'll get into it one day eventually i don't know but based on how the step parents came into the mix because we weren't expecting it so like she got mentioned mom did a secret like dating thing father did the same thing mm. and i think it threw me specifically off because we were friends me and him so when it happened i feel like the relationship now with our stepfather and me is better than with our stepmother surprise she exists um because i feel like what she did because i was already an adult and she was trying to make a space for this is my house and i was just like ma'am this space has existed before you came into for the picture for 20 some years so you can't come like it was it felt for me disrespectful and i know it sounds weird when you're like why would you expect a parent to be respectful but it felt like you're not trying to fit in or find your place you're expecting to create a new space and for everyone to fit into that space whereas i feel like our stepfather was very tippy-toey around you know, where do i fit in why don't i fit in how do i look where can i say it's like do i stand up here call me when you need to if you don't you know that thing for what is your what do you want me how do you want me to come in and as much as as you allowed he 
he was like okay so i can get till here cool um i can do this okay cool but it feels like on the other side like Nyam said it's i think the effort but so it also, makes it, it also, also depends on which house you grew up in gadoni because as much as you've said that like i feel like stepmother's perspective was yeah i'm going to come into this household and be dominant and start making rules and 100%. whatever and obviously you guys were adults and you were like what the fuck you can't just come in here and whatever but then for me when he came in when i was like in middle school or high school um i, I almost feel like mom wanted him to take that role. dominant right, role right. and he was kind of like slowly up, she'll yeah. she'll warm up or whatever which caused even more fights between us mm. because i'm like how do you expect him to just come in and like be my father but he ve- he also in in his defense he also made it very clear that i'm not here to replace your dad or whatever it is and you know it's so funny like even up to this date he always asks me oh how's your dad have you talked to him blah 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 and like i think that's the thing i feel yeah. like he's very intentional yeah with his relationship with us with relationship with everything introducing us to his family being very intentional of feeling welcome when you don't want me to speak i won't speak when you want me to speak i'll speak but then understand this is why i stand with you so for me you are this but then you do what you want and i feel like on the other side we never got an opportunity so like they've been married the same amount of time i don't think i've ever hung out with like step mother's side of the family yeah. you know what i mean but then when something happens we have to rock up and be like oh yeah we are the children and yeah this is what's Meanwhile, happening on the other side and i'm just like I, like i genuinely don't know what's happening you know yeah. i don't know what is going on and i understand also i feel like sometimes my feeling towards her is sympathy because i know like you said how headstrong father is and i feel like i don't know if she had a choice in it i feel like she could have made a choice i'm not trying to make excuses for her but it's that thing of you know when you didn't know what you were getting yourself into and then you got into it and then it's just like well i'm here <laughs> you know sure, let's get it done and i feel it it doesn't help that i feel like father doesn't adjust necessarily he's not good at adjusting for people around it's like this is me take leave whatever you know and for us guys who had like for me who's been his child for 34 years I know how to go around that. I can't be like, okay, bet you don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm easy. But if you like talking to me, you'll talk to me. If you don't, whatever, you know, and it's not that thing of, oh no, I'm emotional. I understand how to deal with that relationship. I don't think that in the being behind the scenes, she got an opportunity to learn that person. And it's very sad sometimes, you know, like you can almost see, I feel like sad. It's my, my feeling is sadness because I'm just yeah. like, Sometimes it's not your fault you're in this situation, but I feel like you are taught you are told to come in this way. You did and it didn't work and now it's too late. And that's my sympathy towards, you know what I mean? Because I'm just like right now we're adults and we're like it's too late, okay, bye, but also at the same time I feel yeah. like the person who brings you into the home has a responsibility on how the people who exist in this space take you. you and take you. And if you're not going to adjust it to welcome the person and do the thing, I don't think father put in effort and let's be honest i don't think i put in effort either on my side there's a time where we'd hang out we did like three coffee dates and it was cool but then it's one of those things where it's like now when i moved out because before it would be like we're in the same house and it's like do you want coffee cool let's go have coffee but once i moved out it's that intentionally you know like how stepfather will text you and be like how are you 
Yeah, so that's what I was going to yeah. say. The difference is intentionality. Yeah. Um, and then there's also this feeling that if you're the one coming into this home, and maybe this is one of the things we'll discuss when we talk about now, like the divorce, divorce yeah. and, and our thoughts from being children of divorce on how parents right. can navigate this. Because this is a yeah. question we get, like okay. I'm at the age where I have friends who are navigating divorce and have kids. Um, so we will put that in an episode. But um, if you're the one coming into a situation where children already exist, mm-hmm. there's the idea that you would be the one who would be intentional about creating those relationships um and so even for me like with our stepmom i don't hate her um i actually think she's a good person she's a kind person and she's always been kind to me but we don't have a a relationship and for me on the other hand um the last time i saw her was at your wedding (laughs) (laughs) which was which was also uh, when, when years did, ago. what year was that? Two thousand and nine. Two thousand and yeah. nine. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. It's there's if you're not intentional also, I feel like people take it for granted how you should like responsibility on relationships. Mm. Put in some effort, you know. Yeah. Sometimes. Um but okay. yeah. So in, we wrap, in wrapping no it healing. up. In wrapping <laughs> it up. Um the last question we had, just to end on a positive note. Um, what is something you admire about your parents? So you can just go based on the four. What is something you admire about them? You can pick one. You can go all. I feel like all because we've all shitted on yeah, them. Yeah, we should just give Let's give all of them their flowers. Let's give all of them their flowers. Yeah. Um. Who wants to go first? I can do it. Okay. Um. For mom, I admire her. I don't. Is it resilience? Where. You can tell mom no very many times and <laughs> she's not going to take it no. Yeah. Like it's that thing of, it's well, maybe resilience isn't the word, word. I admire or I am thankful for n- the feeling that I felt that I always knew she'd be there if I needed her. Even though, like even if I'm not talking to mom, if I call her, she'll rock up. You know what I mean? She'll be like, we're fighting, but I'm going to be here. I'll fight this person with you and then we'll stop talking. We're not talking again. And I love that about her. It's like, that I always know she's going to be there for me, but she'll always try to fix things as well. Um, it also makes us part heads, but I love it about her as well. Um, about our father, I I love that he... The thing I admire about him is how he went through life or... Sur- I don't say survived because he's not a victim, but his ability to face life as he has i think that's where i get my i think if you listen to the sibling one yamo's like your fuck everyone thing i get that from him where it's just like you have an opinion on my life that's great fuck you and i want like i admire it so much because there's so many things that the world like people would expect or how does this person think or how does this thing happen i remember he'd allow me like to hold my hair i remember there's a time i had like i had twists in my hair and someone was like how do you let your child go like that and it's like it's her hair let her do what she wants and i think that that part of me was brought out by him and i'm very thankful for that i admire him for that um for stepfather i admire his ability to teach me gentle 
manliness. I don't know how to explain that. Like he's taught me that men can be gentle and caring and that my voice matters when it comes to men. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. allowed me a space for my voice where it's like it's the soft man. You know the gives you hugs, will cry, will that I admire that so much because I've grown up around very hard African toxic masculinity. It's not necessarily always toxic. It's just they're hard. They must hide. Oh, I guess it is toxic. They're not allowed to show their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's so unapologetically I'm crying and I'm crying or I want to hug you or I love you. And it's given me something. I always tell him, I'm glad my sons will have to, like, we'll see that version of a man. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> what is this life? <laughs> But I'm so glad my sons will have that example of manliness. Not just from like a movie, from like their grandfather, you know, like they'll know it's okay to cry. Not because mom said, but because grandpa shows you it's okay, you know. Yeah. So, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're all crying now. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Okay. So, pass the tissue, pass the tissue, pass the tissue from the left hand side. Pass the tissue from the left hand side. Okay. And um, for the stepmother, I admire her. She has this ability to make everyone feel very welcome, even when it feels like everyone is against. You know, like, I feel like she didn't have that it's not animosity you know that feeling of you did this to me so i'm doing this to you i don't know if it's forgiving i don't know what it is i feel like she's taken a lot and she still remained very kind and loving and very you're welcome and you can have this and i'm here for you and everything and i had i don't know that i'd have that it's grace i don't know that i'd have that much grace in the same situation as her I feel like I'd have been very fuck all y'all, fuck your life. <laughs> fuck everything. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. And I admire her grace and her like the man like she's managed to hold her head high and stay graceful even in the mess that she was brought into. And I listen, I want I'd say I want to be like her, but again, I don't know. But I admire it. I admire that forgiving, like just okay. I got punched in the face. It's fine. Stand up and let's go. And it's magnificent. So that's the four. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. So I'm going to go next, it looks like. Um, So first, I think in general, I'm going to say one thing I really appreciate about, I'm going to say all the parents. I think we have very cool parents. Um, So well adjusted in in the sense that... um, like if I'm having a birthday, I would have my friends and my parents at my birthday. Like yeah. they are able to, I don't feel this need to segregate um, my everyday life or my generation from my parents because it's not always that they will get the references or all of that, but they're willing to try. Mm-hmm. Like they accept our friends as their friends, you know, they want to be involved in, you know, they'll ask, you know, how's Nani or how Akina Nani, why haven't you guys come? Send or, them texts on their own, just holler them. Yeah, so I, I really appreciate that. I think 
it was pointed out to me also by a friend that when her kids grow up she'd want to be that parent who's not being left out of their kids lives because they're too old and boring um so that i even thought about that yeah yeah so i think i really appreciate that they they roll with the punches they they understand that okay so this is how it gets down nowadays so uh, let's do it let's do it it. um yeah so that's i think across the board the main thing um i think i really appreciate mom's um business mind um she's she's a go-getter like i've never seen um and she she's also always pushing us um to be like you know save by land like (laughs) if if nothing else she will remind you about how you must secure the bag yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's come through bro it's come through yeah 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 so um i really admire that about her like that she's she's very go-getter like get her own like make sure that you're sorted and and that kind of thing i really admire it and it's something i look up to i want to be like her um in that way uh i think for vava i think he's um i think he's a good friend so a lot of and maybe because of our experience last year when he was unwell and we needed people to kind of pull around together to get funds um i think expert networking and i think both of them share that as well Absolutely. yeah they're like they have squads yeah for sure and, and their squads. basic squads they come through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. and growing up it's because i've also seen their investment into people's lives and it's not usually monetary um like they're giving you money but they are very they're good friends and their squad stays the same and their squad is consistent yeah has been loyal um so i appreciate that quality in him even though mom also has it in in like maintaining and developing good friendships Mm -hmm. and and maybe that's also why we have i i think a lot of our friendships are pretty deep and 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 have been there for very long yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because we have seen it modeled in you know you show up for people not you you send money you show up yeah um so i appreciate that i think i'll have to i'll have to blur edit bleep the name the name bleep the name you're out here exposing folks okay so wait first let's take that again (laughs) you'll have to edit all of that out (laughs) thank you i'm leaving it i'll just edit it you'll have to bleep bleep stepfather (laughs) (laughs) um i really admire his level i I don't it's like a calm spirit um but it's also analytical like i feel pushed to think about it deeper and not just overthinking for the sake of worst case scenario which is typically my style but to just be like what's the value in that or will that make you happy or there's there's an analytical depth that he brings um and in a calm way you know i've been saying and even when i think about like relationships with partners i've realized now that i'm in this streets 
one <laughs> welcome you bitch be, you want to be in the street yeah, not in the street. she's on a pavement seated she's yeah. single on the curve <laughs> she's sitting on the fence <laughs> just being so, like let me look out onto the street yeah i think i think calm communication is so important it's it's definitely i think one of my deal breakers and i think he models it so well like you can disagree and not raise voices yeah yeah like there's a calmness analytical calmness level-headedness yeah. yeah that i really admire about him about stepmom i also admire that she's she she never how do you say there's no judge i never feel judged mm. um and like i said kindness mm. is always the thing wherever we interact always the mode is kindness um which i really do appreciate i i think it's important regardless of not having a relationship there's no animosity or like weirdness or you know anger frustration or whatever it's always just kindness always um what i appreciate about nyawera is what she shared with us whatever it was it's told to me in stories i might not remember it but it's things like faith um singing um you know small things that i might not identify yeah um good hair facts <laughs> um i have a cute nose also thanks <laughs> yeah so and the hope is that we can continue to know those things that we can appreciate from her um that are a part of who we are but yeah that's 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 it for me wow <laughs> sorry let's get into it it's your moment well i'm going to start with stepmother okay as much as i feel like that kindness sometimes was weakness when things were good and i was there and everything she was very nice to me mm-hmm. she would come i would come home and she's done my hair cuz mm-hmm. like it would be those things go to your father's house and make sure you come back with your hair shukwan yeah <laughs> <laughs> and ready for the week and she would do it mm-hmm. and it was very nice you know what i mean she can cook very well that chicken is bomb bro she can cook and she was very kind and i'm still going to stick to my guns and i say sometimes that kindness was a little bit too much because sometimes i feel like you need to step up for yourself just so that you don't always look like the bad guy she's always i don't know i don't know anyway i get what you're saying you know what i mean but also knowing like, who the people around her are mm, we know better but it's fine it's fine yeah and like i said i haven't had an interaction with her since the time um of your wedding so i don't really have anything much to say mm-hmm. um i'm going to move on to stepfather i think i've learned a lot from him the amount of level headedness that he has mm-hmm. is very immaculate admirable <laughs> admiration admirable He's also a very inten- intelligent person, like one Facts. of the most intelligent people I inspirational. know, inspirational too. Um and 
his willingness to understand your perspective is mm. something that I didn't know I needed growing mm. up, you know? Yeah. Like I can be heard, like I can have by a parent. By a parent. <laughs> Yeah. I can have an opinion that differs and still be respectful. And that's one thing he always used to tell me, like growing up, he was like, you can fight with your mother, but always be respectful at the end of the day. Mm. And that was the first time I feel like I was allowed to have a differing opinion, um, which was important. Yeah. So there's a lot I admire about him. Um, when it comes to mother... As much as I feel like I wasn't emotionally taken care of, mm-hmm. she hustled for me. And I know she worked hard for me. Oh, my God. And I know she had a lot of businesses and worked her ass off at her day job and on her yeah. side hustles to make sure I went to good schools. I went to private school my whole life. Yeah. Um, I went to the States for college. Mm. Like, I know she worked her ass off to make sure that I was provided for. Yeah. My birthdays were always the Hell talk I'll of leave. the town. <laughs> <laughs> they were always popping. And um, another thing that I also need to give credit to her, as much as we've all bumped heads with her in the past, um, she's she always strives to be better mm. and strives to understand us more mm. and it's a work in progress. Mm. Yeah. Um she also is very she's a hustler. <laughs> Gang, bro. She's a hustler. Like she opens doors. She doesn't wait for doors to be opened for her. She opens them. <laughs> She kicks them down. She's like, what wall? You don't have a door. Let me show you what's up. Exactly. <laughs> so that entrepreneurial, like, wanna grind, wanna hustle, wanna be at the best top of whatever mm-hmm. is something that I feel like we all admire from her. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of father, Baba, um, I don't really have anything. And that's cool. okay also. Yeah. That works. Um, so, it has been a long episode. We have cried, we have laughed, we have connected. Hopefully, there's been growth and healing. Yeah, there's I been growth. <laughs> I think healing too. I think it's important to hear one another's perspectives. Yeah. Um, we we already knew some of these things of one another or of how we feel about our parent relationships, but mm-hmm. it's also important to voice them and hear what one person's perspective is versus another. We already know who is the favorite of who. <laughs> we discussed We the didn't learning. discuss who's mom's favorite. Who's uh, mom's of favorite? course, it's Shiko. Okay, who's step... Devers don't matter. We already know. Also. But I think I'm step Stepfather is definitely Nyam. Yeah. Oh, of the three of us, yes. But in truth, it's his child. Yeah, course, actually, to sister. be honest, yes. It's, it's our child. sister, yes, then me. Yeah. I'm a close second. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, but either way, like, I, I hope, and I hope even as we process these things, uh, in a very public way is that you also have some time to reflect for yourself, maybe look at your families, um, think about your relationships as siblings and 
each sibling in relation to their parents, maybe based on expectations, based on their own traumas, the things that triggered them. And I'm sure there are many other things that make our parents' perspectives the way they are. Um, so we don't discount that. But um, Yeah, and we hope you also get to feel like you see growth in that if you're in the space that we were at some point earlier, there is still, it'll work out. Um, it's okay. Yeah, there were many times where we felt like we weren't, this situation was lasting well, forever, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. it genuinely, it works out. It's okay. You find a way to find rhythm. But also, please get a therapist. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> this was Amen. the point of this episode as well. Please, if we're all big proponents of therapy. Therapy. Yeah. yeah. Um, these are not things that you can only process alone mm-hmm. and sometimes it's important I think um, maybe when we come to other episodes we can discuss how maybe some of these things have also impacted the way we view specific things about our lives whether mm-hmm. it's our relationship to money whether it's our relationships in terms of partner relationships mm-hmm. um, so these things do have an impact on your everyday life and other aspects mm-hmm. so please do reach out to someone um and have have a chat with someone professional yeah yes. if we can find uh, any about it resources if we can find any resources we'll put them in the tags exactly. at the bottom at, at below at the bottom of the episode in the show notes in oh, the what? show notes what a profesh i'm a podcaster y'all yeah. oh my god well <laughs> Thank you guys for um, hanging in there with us, going on this roller coaster with us. If you wouldn't mind whatever platform you're listening on, just go ahead and give us a subscribe or a like a follow a rating. Five Ratings stars. go really far when it comes to the podcasting world. Yeah. Share the episode with someone who you feel like it would benefit or someone who you know has gone through something similar. We would really appreciate that. And, and as usual, follow us on social media yeah. at OKKey that's okay a y k i a s i i did it exactly <laughs> look at you go on all platforms and right there there's a button also for email so if you feel like you want to share with us imagine we're open we'll we are your so open we will read and right share yeah 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 let us know if you're comfortable with us sharing your your story but if this has um given you some kind of insight or um you want to share something about your story i uh, would love to hear from you and as always, I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gavani. And this has been Okay, okay Kiasi. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.